Hey, welcome to Kiki Said It, because I got some shit to say. It's morning where I am. It's 7.43 on January 24th. It's a Thursday. And, you know, I've been experiencing a bit of a creative block, or what I thought was a creative block. But the more I thought about it in the last few days, the more I realized that it really could originate from a number of things, a number of organic things that are going on with me. Now, in the metaphysical world, (laughs) you will find all over the internet that there is something called the lunar eclipse energy going on in the world that has everybody um, up in a frenzy. And, you know, I actually can identify with that because I definitely feel like for the last week or so, I have been so scattered, like not super anxious, but super scattered. So even when I feel calm, it feels like I really don't know what to do next. Like I'm in a state of confusion. (laughs) And that has contributed to kind of a block in my creativity because I'm just overthinking, like hella overthinking. And worry is something that comes to me organically. I am a huge, huge advocate of recognizing that our childhood directly correlates to who we are as adults. Like literally all the good, bad, and ugly that occurred in your life as a child directly contributes to what your coping mechanisms and skills develop as when you become an adult. So one of mine is being a goddamn worry wart and an overthinker. And it's something that I have struggled with and it has definitely materialized in many different ways and forms and shapes and fucked up a lot of shit. (laughs) But mostly me, because when you worry and it's all in your mind, really you are the person that is suffering. So part of the reason why I'm just now recording this episode is because for days since I last recorded, I have been combing over the fine details of what should I record next? And what do people want to hear about? And what's on my mind? And that's not enough. And what if nobody wants to hear that? When really that is going against the grain of everything that even contributed to my first thought to even do such a thing as recording a podcast. So the same thing is happening in my writing life. I haven't written in several weeks because I'm thinking about it too much and I just need to get out of my head. So I really had to get back to the basics of the problem. I really feel like when we're wrapped up in whatever we're wrapped up in, especially if one of our issues is anxiety, we get so caught up in the tornado of emotions and what ifs and what ifs and what ifs. And mind you, all of the what ifs are normally negative what ifs, right? Like nobody ever thinks, well, what if it goes right? And what if I'm successful? And what if I go sit at Starbucks and start writing and I come out out with this wonderful, engaging chapter of my book? <laughs> nobody ever thinks about the positive what ifs. So I have been trying to make it a point to get out of my own head. And there's a number of things that I try to do, mind you, because we in this shit together now. I have not figured it out by any stretch of the imagination. But there are a number of things that I have collected throughout the universe and that I'm trying to employ in my own life. 
And actually, I am practicing one of them right now by going on this rant with you about overthinking and worrying and how it contributes to blocks in your creativity and your productivity. Um, By just going for it, we have to convince ourselves to just fucking do it. Just start. And the things, you don't have to have it all figured out. And one of my problems is just that, that I feel like I need to have it all figured out. I need to be perfect. I'm a fucking perfectionist and I have been all of my life. And that is such a block to my creativity. It is such a block to my productivity that I'm so worried about making something that's going to be perfect or or worried about an outcome that has to be successful that I just don't do it. And it dawned on me this morning, I'm having a conversation with my nine-year-old daughter. You know, she's been so insightful. Being Being a parent in general has been so helpful and so insightful for me because you are just really a dumbass if you don't see yourself in your children. So nine times out of 10, think about the shit that you lecture your children about and then point that finger back at yourself and try to figure out what it is about you that they are replicating, like literally, whether it is because of practice or observed behavior or just organically passed down through genetics, I'm willing to bet you my dollar that a lot of the shit that you're mad at your kids for is shit that you also do. My daughter used to hold her pee. Oh my God, it used to drive me crazy. She's so much better now. She's nine, but literally she became a professional outdoor peer because she would hold her pee and mind you she was like two pounds okay not literally but hella small all her life still is petite um so her her bladder was the size of a damn walnut as it is and this heifer would hold her pee until she was literally dancing and clamming her legs together and could barely get into the stall fast enough to pull down her pants before she would have an accident so she always had clothes in her backpack we always had to have clothes in the trunk whatever so then one day I'm at work and I'm sitting there dancing in my chair and I don't want to stop sending my email or typing my report or whatever I was doing. And I realized I fucking do the same shit that I lecture Danica about. <laughs> so we do it. And so this morning I'm talking to her about basketball. Um, she, I told her that my person had a significant accomplishment because he got a job that he had really been going after. He was really patient about it and he went after it and he pretty much went out there and claimed the job that he wanted. So a few days ago, I mentioned to her, you know, that he had made a really huge accomplishment accomplishment because he set a goal and he achieved it and so she brought it up to me this morning just randomly right because that's what kids do and she says you know mommy what was that thing that you said that he accomplished because he set a goal and so I reiterated it to her and she said well I have a goal to be better at basketball and I said well your problem is that you don't have confidence in your abilities So even though you've come so far, you've learned so much over your training over the past few months, when you actually get in the game, you don't feel like you can make it, so you won't even try. And so we talked about her favorite player, Steph Curry. Shout out to the dubs. 
<laughs> and I said, you know, the thing that's great about him is he doesn't care if he misses. He's not worried about percentages. He just takes a shot. And a lot of times it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. But either way, he's having fun, he's taking the risk, and he's not worried about the outcome. He, I, saw, I told her, you know, you can't make shots if you don't take the shot because you're standing there in your head worried about whether it's going to go in. And then you hesitate, and then you double dribble, or you travel, or whatever. And you didn't just take the shot because you don't believe that you can make it. And so as I'm sitting there talking to her, I'm thinking, have a... You need to take your own damn shot and just start talking or start writing or start doing something and get out your damn mind like you have been for the past few months. So recognize is the key. Recognize when you are overthinking, when you are letting your anxiety and your worry creep up so far to the brim that you are about to freaking explode. When you haven't even taken a first step, you in the house worried about, whether or not you're going to be successful at work. <laughs> you haven't even gotten there yet. You haven't even made the first step. So some things that I am trying to do is one, um, I have really become much better at recognizing when I'm in a state of overthinking. You really have to notice it. Like that is the first thing that you have to do is, is you can't even get anywhere and making progress if you don't even notice that you're doing it. And when you are just a natural overthinker, a natural worrier, you'll get so caught up in the cycle that you don't even realize you're doing it. You up in the middle of the night, you tossing and turning, you're distracted at work, you driving your car home on freaking autopilot, you don't even remember merging onto the freeway because you're so stuck in your thoughts because it has become such a natural habit that you don't even recognize it. The next thing that I have tried to do is really turn that overthinking instead of just worry, which doesn't help anybody because all you're doing by worrying is robbing yourself of the joy that you could be experiencing in that moment. Is I really try to think, okay, if I'm gonna sit here and mull over this shit in my head, let me figure out what it is that I'm actually worried about and figure out some ways to solve this problem if it's even a problem because what you'll find is if you actually a lot of times take pen to paper which I do and start to write the shit down that I'm so like hung up on that I need to accomplish that I'm worried about is that a lot of it isn't a problem at all or some of it can wait and and but you have convinced yourself that everything is an emergency so then you're in this all fight or flight mode and if you're really advanced with your worrying you know your appetite is shut down you can't sleep because your body thinks you're in the state of an emergency but that's another conversation but if you really take the time to jot out and sort through whatever this quote problem is that's on your mind that's causing you worry and overthinking then you might find that you don't have a problem at all. Or maybe you will identify what the problem actually is and then you can focus on how to solve it so that you can relax your damn self. You know what? And then challenge the way that you think. Because like I said before, a lot of times when we're hella what-ifing, all of that what-if is hella negative. So I've done it with kids that I work with, I've done it with my kids at home, and I've certainly done it with myself is when I start to think, oh my God, I don't know how I'm gonna pay this bill. Mind you, the bill is in three weeks, okay? Or some, some shit down the road. Um, I start to say, well, what happens if I don't pay the bill, okay? And then what happens if that happens? And then what? And then what? And then what? And if you keep and then wetting yourself through the situation and thinking about it realistically instead of unrealistically, which is what we are doing when we are hella overthinking and worried about shit, 
um, you'll get to the end of the and then what? And then you'll find out that it's really not that big of an issue. Not as big of an issue as you thought it was. I really think one of the most important things that I've learned to do definitely over the last year. I swear to you, a turning point in my life was my daddy passing away last February. So I'm embarking on a year and that's going to be heavy on my mind as it has been. Like, I'm anxious about the fact that it's about to be a year that my daddy passed away and I don't know how to process it really. So I've just told myself, just do whatever you feel like you need to do. So that's what I'm going to do. But one of the things that I've learned to do over the course of the last year after all of the shit that I have been through in my life is really scheduled time for me. When I realize that I'm in a state of anxiety or overthinking, worry, all that, I will recognize it. I will try to work through it. And if I can't seem to really get a grip on feeling calm, then I know that it's fucking time for me to sit my ass down somewhere and do something that is going to help me feel calm to distract myself, literally change the channel that is going on in my damn YouTube of a brain and go sit down somewhere quiet, go to a coffee shop that I enjoy. I am so connected with water that literally my body, sometimes my mind, I will start to feel unsettled so much so that I go and I'm like, okay, I have got to get to the ocean like in the next three days or I'm not going to feel <laughs> right about life. <laughs> so I have the wonderful, glorious, fabulous privilege of living in California in the Bay Area. So water is never too far away from me. So there are, time, there are times when I will go and seek out a coffee shop with a view. I will get on Yelp and seek out restaurant with a view, winery with a view, like whatever, or oceanside such and such, because um, I wanna go and enjoy a cup of coffee and be able to look out the window and see a body of water. And that is a very calming place for me. It's also a place where I can really sit and reflect and um, you know, think about what I need to do, make some plans for myself, whatever. And even if I don't come up with a quote unquote solution to whatever my problem is at the time, it makes me feel better and it clears my mind of the clutter and all the extra stuff because we all have a lot of shit going on. So there's never just one issue happening in our life at a time. There's always several. So it gets me to a place where I can really sit and reflect. Sometimes it's not Oceanside, you know, by the bay. Sometimes I just need to get out the house. I need to go sit somewhere quiet. I need to go eat my favorite food. I need to go have my favorite drink. Or I need to, you know, sit in the living room, light some candles, or burn some sage, or read something that's calming. Or what I do a lot of times is Google shit that I want to flood my timeline with or or flood um or just flood images through my mind. So I might um you know do a Google search for ways to practice self-care or whatever the case may be so that I start to put images in my mind that are distracting and calming for me. Um, And that is really a mindfulness skill. Um, That's something that I'm hoping to get better at as as time passes because um, the joys of mindfulness, it's all so simple. And I think we take so much for granted that is out there already 
that we don't even realize. Like so many things used to seem so cliche, you know, all these quotes out on the internet, um, a peaceful mind is a peaceful life and whatever the hell you see out there. And I think we, we just scroll past it because we're too caught up in our everyday life and all these things that we have convinced ourselves that are so big and so, you know, so heavy in our lives. When really take a freaking moment and stop and read those things. Um, some of my favorites, uh, favorite quotes that I've seen out in the world. One is, um, the fact that someone else loves you does not relieve you of the obligation of loving yourself. If you see that out there, in fact, rewind and listen to me say that again, because that is so important. We might, we might just glance over that and move on to the next thing or, or look at some funny video on our timeline or whatever, but really let that sink in for you. Um, just others like you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Let those type of things really sink into your psyche. Like really, if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling worried, you're feeling like you're overthinking, you're caught up in all the little to-do list of your life and you're feeling overwhelmed, do yourself a favor and flood your visuals with things that will calm you. Like I have literally gone on some of the craziest Google searches <laughs> in the middle of the night sometimes because I feel like my mind is exploding like that little freaking emoji. And I need for things to, I need to read something that is going to make me feel better about my situation. Um, and I'm very sensitive to outside stimuli. Like I don't watch the news. I, I get mad at my person when he turns the news on in the morning because I don't want to hear that shit. I deal with trauma and crazy, ridiculous and crime and abuse and shit all day, every day at work. I've experienced a lot of it and I just don't want to hear it. I don't want negativity in my face constantly. Like I will go as far as to block, remove, unfollow people if they start going in a hundred times on shit that's going on in the media with all this negative energy, I cannot do it. So what you would find if you follow me and you read the stuff that I follow, I follow hella hashtags about positive vibes only, good vibes only, um, self-care, self-love, abundance, manifesting, um, higher self, um, lifetime learner, business tips, like all sorts of things that I feel are going to help me flood my visual with good vibes and positive words and all kinds of stuff about protecting your peace and having the strength and the, the independence to remove things from your life that are not serving you. Like that is what I need to see. And ultimately, those are the type of vibes and that is the type of, of words and literature and pictures and things that you need when you are feeling so overwhelmed or so anxious or worrying and overthinking and literally drowning yourself with negativity when it's really unnecessary. I promise you that most of what is in your, in your mind that is driving you fucking crazy, very little of it is a real thing or a real threat. I'm hoping that something that I have said to you is going to help you um, with something that you are overthinking about because we are literally in this together 
Um, I, I challenge you to either be kind or be fucking quiet because there is definitely enough going on in the world without us adding more shit for somebody to over fucking think about. <laughs> so drop me some voice messages. Let me know what you think. Give me some tips. Tell me how you overcome some of these issues. And at the end of the day, I'm just a girl on the way to work. And Kiki said it because I definitely got some shit to say. Y'all make it a good one.